This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, so today, Abacus Data has uh, some new numbers out on Canadians' perceptions of our political leaders. And I guess to some extent, would-be political leaders. There's a very crowded field in the conservative leadership race, obviously, federally. Rana Ambrose remains the uh, interim leader, the opposition leader. And you got, what, about 14 people vying to become the next leader of the party, to take on Justin Trudeau and the Liberals in the next election. Uh, You've got, I think, among the higher-profile names, Maxime Bernier, Kelly Leach, Lisa Wright, Michael Chong, Andrew Scheer. Uh, And then you've got the potential candidate, Kevin O'Leary. So certainly Kevin O'Leary has some name recognition, A lot of conservatives uh, seem to think highly of him, but uh, at the same time, a lot of people have a negative perception of Kevin O'Leary. So he's a real wild card, I think, in all of this. Now, he keeps hinting, keeps suggesting that he's going to run for the conservative leadership. He's done everything you'd think that a would-be leadership candidate would do. He's uh, gone and spoke at uh, conservative conferences. In fact, he was just in Ottawa, was that last week? Spoke to conservative MPs and senators. It certainly seems like someone who's inching in that direction. And I do think, right, a lot of Canadian, or at least Canadian conservatives, think, well, look, if Donald Trump can succeed in the United States, maybe we need someone kind of like that. Kevin O'Leary's a very wealthy person. He's not a politician. He likes to speak his mind. He says things that might be deemed politically incorrect. I guess he checks off a lot of those boxes. But he is a different guy, and this is a different country. So was that going to fly here? Now, in the meantime, as he prepares possibly to join the conservative leadership race, uh, he's still all over the media. He's got his uh, arrangement with Bell Media, and they don't seem troubled by the fact that he's kind of got one foot in the conservative leadership race. Joining us to talk a bit more about all of this, please to welcome to the program here today. Sean Craig is with the Financial Post. Post Media uh, has a piece up today asking some of these questions. Sean, great to join. Uh, great to have you with us here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Rob. How you doing? Uh, doing really well. So, first of all, let's talk about how likely you think it is that Kevin O'Leary is going to run for the leadership. I don't have any idea, apart from what Kevin O'Leary has said, which is that two days ago he claimed he was, quote, deadly serious about entering the race. And then earlier this month, he told Don Martin on CTV News that he has a strategy for entering this race, which is that he thinks there's currently too many candidates in the race. There are, you know, there's 14, I think, and that he plans on waiting until a bunch of them drop out. And he said on December 12th that he intends to enter the race when it's down to three, four, or five people. So he's kind of, you know, waiting till the last moment to where he can sort of swoop in with his star power is, is what he said publicly. Well, he does have star power. I, I think he's a different kind of, of candidate than, than Donald Trump is in a lot of ways. And I mean, just the fact that he hasn't lived in Canada for a very long time, I mean, doesn't speak French either. There, there's some big obstacles in his way. Yes. He's uh, right. He, I mean, he's been quoted as saying Boston is home, is where he. Uh, I know he owns he owns property in Ontario, so he is here for you know a significant part of the year. Uh, that could be an obstacle. And he's he's I should say he's, he's very different from Donald Trump from a policy perspective too. A lot of people try to bundle the two together because of the reality show and businessman connection. But he's you know he talks about it. he's a Lebanese Irish background. He's quite pro-immigrant. He's not protectionist on economic matters. He's, he's in fact quite in favor of you know globalization and international competition. So he's, you know, from a policy perspective, he's, he's a totally different candidate. Um, 
and yeah, that's not been underlined enough. It, it's you know it's easy to draw the the short conclusion. Oh, they're both former reality star hosts, or well, they still is a reality star host, and so therefore they're identical. When uh, you know that comparison falls short beyond that. Well, and we even saw it was last week, I think it was, and he he was talking about uh, foreign policy issues and and made a comment where he talked about how noble peacekeeping was and and how you know really spoke out against having uh, any kind of an interventionist uh, military or, or getting involved in conflicts. But to you know to speak in those kinds of terms uh, that that seemed to rankle a lot of conservatives. It did, but so have a lot of the other candidates. I think that as much as there's been criticism leveled at this conservative leadership race for it maybe, you know, not having the pizzazz that we would all hope for, for it not being prominent in the public attention. There's a lot of different and diverse ideas in it. You have Maxime Bernier, who's pushing a lot of free market policies that, that belong in the conversation in Canadian politics about deregulatory matters. You have Michael Chong pushing some really interesting and innovative ideas on how to deal with climate change um, and how to deal with carbon taxes. And you've got Lisa Raitt who's, and Andrew Scheer, who are both, you know, former former long-time respected uh, ministers, I'm okay, sure, a speaker from the last government. Um, you've got Brad Wall, who's representing social conservatives, and then you've got Kevin O'Leary himself, who does bring in, yeah, he's, he's advocated for peacekeeping, he's stridently non-protectionist, he's very pro-immigration. Um, I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Uh, you know, you know yeah. it, it, of course it will rankle some conservative voters, but so is Bernier, so is Kelly Leach, so is Michael Chong. Um, and that's one of the strongest points of this whole conservative leadership race so far, is the diversity of ideas. Yeah, and I think it's, it's a lot yeah. more diverse than, say, the last liberal leadership race was between Trudeau and, and Garneau. I mean, that was about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, would, they would get up and say basically the same things. All right. Well, in the meantime, though, Kevin O'Leary, uh, he sort of has almost one foot in, but he's still working in the media. He's got this this platform available to him every day. So what's troublesome to you about this arrangement he has with Bell Media? Yeah, if you're listening to this right now, you know, you're you're someone who consumes media. So anyone who's listening to here, um, Bell Media owns CTV. They own CTV News. They own the Business News Network. And they own radio stations, you know, across the country. So if you're listening to this radio station right now, odds are you interact. You know, you're someone who consumes media. Odds are you either watch or listen to some kind of media property owned by Bell. Bell pays Kevin O'Leary. They hired him away from the CBC in 2014. They give him a platform, particularly on BNN all, all the time, um, to espouse his views. Now, he claims that he's come to agreement with them not to say anything partisan, but as recently as two days ago, he was on criticizing Trudeau's carbon tax platform uh, and saying that if he doesn't uh, repeal this platform, that he won't be elected again in 2019. Uh, he's, you know, he's also spent the last few months criticizing Rachel Notley quite heavily on the air, and that's a pretty easy way to saber-rattle if you're a conservative to generate conservative support, particularly among members. So what that does is Bell is a, you know, where this raises concerns, like you said, is Bell Media is a news company. Bell Media is obliged in its, you know, obligations as a news company to cover the conservative leadership race fairly. And yet here they are giving airtime and paying a potential leadership candidate who they have an invested business stake in. Uh, that's not fair to Andrew Scheer. That's not fair to Brad Wall. That's not fair to Maxime Bernier. That's not fair to Kelly Leach. Um, and it's not fair to people who consume CTV news or watch those channels. Well, in the meantime, I can sort of understand their argument. They're saying, look, once he declares a candidacy, then obviously we we won't have him on anymore. And so he can try to milk that for as as long as it's worth. In the interim, do do they need some kind of disclaimer every time he's, he's on or how do they need to approach it? 
well, the bigger problem, like we said in the story, is that he's publicly said, including on their own network, that he intends to milk this as long as he can, that he wants to hang around until the last three or four candidates are left, and then he's going to enter the race. So he's... You know, he's publicly stated that he intends to do this, um, and that's what particularly presents a big problem for them. Is, is you know, and, and, as, and as some people have pointed out, the actual the Elections Act in Canada, the law, doesn't say anything about declaring a candidacy. It's when you spend your first dime on it's, it's Section 478.2 of the Elections Act. Um, so that you become a leadership candidate when you spend your first dollar on the campaign. So declaring as a candidate is not even a legally relevant thing. And, O'Leary has, you know, technically had, you know, he has staffers organizing for in Ottawa, as has been reported. There are resources being dedicated to a potential campaign, which from a legal perspective means, you know, he's doing all the things that a leadership candidate uh, could and should do if, if, you know, if they're actually going to enter into a campaign. So from a, you know, from a purely tactical standpoint, even the declaration itself doesn't really mean anything. He's not behaving any differently than any other candidate. They've all got teams organizing, he's got a team organizing, um, and they're all putting forward policy ideas, and he's putting forward policy ideas, including ones that he, you know, he puts forward and articulates while he's on Bell. Well, and that's the thing, and you can see where maybe Bell has a vested interest to, to keep this arrangement going, because as he gets coverage as a potential leadership candidate, that, that raises his profile, and maybe there's, there's more interest in his media appearances. So, so Bell benefits, I think, in a way from this. Oh, absolutely. That's you know, and that's what creates a problem too, is that they have a vested stake in his success. Because as long as he's a commentator for them, as long as he's employed there, uh, it's in their interest for him to do well. Well, and uh, on it goes. Because this, as you say, this race is going to drag out for a long time. Uh, if he wants to to wait and jump in really late in the game, I mean, there, there's no reason why that should should be a handicap for him because he seems to be working it pretty well so far. Yeah, exactly. If this is the situation that continues, he has a he has this pulpit that no other leadership candidate has. Um, you know, Maxime Bernier cannot appear on BNN or CTV News regularly every week uh, and articulate his opinions unless he wants to do it in a sit-down interview with a journalist who's going to challenge him. Whereas Kevin O'Leary can go on one of their shows and sit on a panel like any other contributor to the network and just articulate his opinions. Indeed. Well, interesting. People can find more up at uh, nationalpost.com. Sean, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure, Rob. All right, take care. You too. Sean Craig of the National Post, Financial Post, uh, got his piece today exploring this potential conflict that exists here uh, with Kevin O'Leary and Bell Media. The fact is that he, uh, at the moment, is not a declared leadership candidate, but very much declared to be interested in being a candidate. uh, And I would think that that makes it uh, somewhat problematic for him. Uh, to portray himself as a mere financial expert, which is what they're doing. Uh, So are you hoping that he jumps into the conservative leadership race? Is this somebody you're looking to, uh, to to lead conservatives into the next election? Do you think Kevin O'Leary is someone who can beat Justin Trudeau in 2019? 403-974-8255 is our number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.